G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Exploring faith and the future. Neil Johnson and Bible teacher, Dr. Camille Majdali. Camille, we've been talking about the Bible. And sometimes we look at it in a book. These days you can download it onto your mobile device and read the Bible as an app. We were talking in our last segment about what the Bible is not. Let's move to what the Bible is. How ought we understand what the Bible is for us today? Well, first of all, the Bible is without question the most amazing book the world has ever seen. And of course, to us as believers, it's more than a book. It's the Word of God. But let's look at it a little more clinically, if I could. It is considered as a divine library with 66 books, 39 in the Old Testament, 27 in the New Testament. Some of these books are huge, like the Psalms and Isaiah, and for that matter, the book of Acts. Others are very, very short, no larger than a, a track, like Philemon, Philemon, very, very brief. It's a postcard of an epistle. And within these books are a variety of literary forms. It is, for example, there's history, poetry, proverbs, biography, hymns, instructions for ritualistic worship, letters, parables, prophecy, allegories, drama, and the list goes on. So there is all kinds of literary style, and this alone makes it special above all other books. Camille, because there are so many different varieties of genre in those books, each of them chosen for whatever strength that they have, uh, that must have been quite a process to bring them all together into one book that we call the Bible. It was an amazing process because we're talking about approximately 40 authors over at least 1,600 years writing from different places and different perspectives, there is that human element in that God used people where they were at and inspired them, or as it says in Second Peter chapter 1, holy men wrote as they were, or prophesied as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. So there is that human element, but it's not in that sense a human book. It's a partnership God inspiring them from different ways and places. He didn't do dictation word for word. He inspired them. They wrote the word, and it was by his leading, with his approval, he sealed it, and it has such a ring of divine authority that is unmistakable to those that are open in heart. So when you have the Holy Spirit superintending the authors as he did, when we read it today, does he do something similar for us as we are then reading the words of the Scripture? Great question, Neil. The words that are there are unchangeable, immutable. They are forever settled in the heaven. 
Yet the Holy Spirit will come to us as we read the Scripture, and He does what we call a quickening. He makes particular verses, phrases, or even a single word jump out of the page and become alive. This is so vital because that's where the transformation comes in. That's where we finally wake up and say, I get it, Lord. I understand. And in the case of a person outside the church hearing the Word of God, it's described as good seed engrafted into the heart that saves the soul. And when that happens, you're on your way. Faith and the Future with Neil Johnson and Dr. Camille Majdali from Teach All Nations. For more from Dr. Majdali, including books and DVDs on prophecy, Bible commentaries, plus today's and other episodes of Faith and the Future, go to vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.